All right, everyone. Hello and welcome to the League Community Podcast. Uh, I am your host, uh, Patrick Scarborough, also known as Scarzard, and I'm here to talk to you guys today about the uh, Rise rework. Uh, you are not in a time machine. We have reworked Rise yet again, and I have uh, I have three individuals who worked in his development to come talk about it. So I have with me uh, David Capurro, aka Riot Repertoire. Who is here? Is it just repertoire? Do you care? Does it matter? That's whatever. That's yeah, just okay. We, no, we just call him whatever, one man. Of, one of the Anyone names, out there? We also them. have uh, Josh Huge and Fast Smith, my <laughs> favorite uh, summoner name uh, at Riot Games. How you doing, Josh? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm also good. Hey, cool. usually people don't ask that. Now I feel real great. <laughs> and then we have uh, we have someone who I literally just met minutes before this podcast. The uh, the narrative uh, writer for uh, the Rise rework, and I, I assume for for. Uh, part of Champion Update, John O'Dian O'Brien. Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, we, we we had to figure out how we were going to say that. I think I think John O'Dian O'Brien sounds like it's the right one. So so guys, uh, we're gonna dig right into Rise, and you know I kind of want a, a couple takes uh, around here from 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 all of you individually. But I think the biggest question when people saw this was like, wait, why? Why? Didn't we just get one of these, right? So, so walk me through the process. Uh, at least, st- probably starting with you, Decap, about why why we felt this was necessary. So, from the gameplay side, I think um, with with the uh, kind of all the other updates we've done in the past, Rise was like a, a not quite full project. We mm-hmm. did we did like small amounts of visuals for him and small amounts of, of gameplay change. Yeah, and stuff he, like he that. got kind of like a new. He got like a like a. Not a new model, he got a right? texture like, override, yeah, like a texture. and he got, he got yeah. some new some some new spell effects, and it was like here's here's another partially updated rise, right? And I think finally we were like, okay, well we're not really happy with his gameplay still, and and he's still this weird blue thing. So like like one one final rise we worked to you know end them all that type of thing, right? And, okay. And, and so uh, I mean, you mentioned the the weird blue thing. How how did that feed into you guys over here and your work? Is that is that how how did you guys see Rise coming into this project? Um, well, from my standpoint, he was half finished because there was no narrative person to sort of finish out what needed to be done mm-hmm. until I came on to champ up. So uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it was sort of. It, it was the difficult part was sort of finding like a nugget of personality mm-hmm. in his old VO to work from because it was there's really wasn't much. Yeah. And like the one thing I found that, <laughs> that was sort of iconic. I'm ready. This is tell me what, was, what, uh, what did you find? John? The, the only thing I found that it was sort of like, yeah, I could sink my teeth into was that let's go, let's go. And, <laughs> and so I was like, OK, yeah, same, well, actually, let's, yeah. let's expand upon that and figure out what because that guy that at least sounds like an emotion he is expressing. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and that's so, the thing for I for those of you out there that don't have never have never played Rise. Like, let's be honest. Rise came from the 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 original 40 characters at a time when our characters yeah. voiceover was seven lines. It's like you mm-hmm. get a select, a taunt, a joke. Like three attack lines and three move lines, and that's about it, right? And Rise says stuff like zap, yep. and like <laughs> don't hold me up, and you're like, all right, I guess he's impatient and rude. Like, why? He still is, yeah, and he still <laughs> says zap, yeah. Um, yes, but okay, we good. Him, that's what I needed. We tried to make him, uh, you know, a character out of that, and yeah, the old VO was <laughs> also just apparently done by some guy off the street that they <laughs> pulled in and said, "You, you, say these words." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, come, so, come forth. Say 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 um, these things. So, so we, we got a real actor, and 
yeah, expanded the personality a little bit and tried to round him out and figure out really who he is. Um, so this is a lot of soul searching for Rise yeah, right yeah. now during this period. And Josh, I know you, uh, I mean, you you try to oversee, you, you play a big part in, in a lot of the art decisions that happen during Champion Updates, I know specifically around Splash, right? Like, talk to me about when when they're like, all right, we're going to Rise Town. And you're like, oh, man, like, well, like what, what are the challenges? What are the things that you see when, when Rise is the next project and that's the thing on your plate? Um, I was actually really stoked about it because... I kind of had like rise blue balls, so to speak, because I started his splash like two years ago. Yeah, and, that then, and then, was, and like, then going. we were like, "Oh, we're not doing the whole thing." Yeah, stop. And I stop. stopped. <laughs> I stopped like midway through, and I was like really into it at the time. Um, so getting to revisit that and actually have like a lot more uh, stuff to sink my teeth into, so to speak, because by the time splash starts, like a lot of work has been put into it already, and so there's a lot of things to be inspired by, and there's like a lot of meat that I can actually use to uh, to draw from. Um, but I was really stoked about it because, like you said, he's one of the original 40, and, like, his model was terrible. And, like, we tried to hide it with, like, textures, and, like, yeah. he got his visual effects. He's, like, one cool, of the last like, pizza feet, I think, that yeah. we still have in the game. Like just, I think Mordekaiser yeah. is, the, is the last one? Or he he may be, be, right? Like, I think we also tried to hide him yeah, with some yeah. textures yeah. and be like, it's... It's not that bad, guys, I swear. <laughs> but yeah, for the, shout outs to those of you who've been playing long enough to know that like Sivir's feet used to be like larger than her head in terms of like model <laughs> yeah. model proportions. So it's, he still had those crazy proportions and really terrible animations and I was just really excited we could Every him. auto attack looks like it's taking like years off his life. He's like yeah. <laughs> this kind of thing, this little wimpy lightning bolt, mm -hmm. things like that. So so uh Decap, um I don't know what really unqualified uh, lame designer did the last Rise rework. Yeah, but tell me about tell me tell me. <laughs> you know, share, share, it was me. Share, yeah. It was it was decap. It was, yeah. it was share, share with me uh, your kind of overview because you were talking about like, well, we still weren't really happy with this gameplay. Give me a little bit of the motivation behind that kit, and then tell me kind of what you thought and worked and what you thought didn't work and what you wanted to take with you into the new world because it sounds like from all disciplines here that we're like okay well there's we have to like struggle to find the thing we really like and that's yeah. going with us to new rise sure uh so when making the last rise the one that's that's on live until yeah, the next week current right yo i guess this this is going to be out wednesday so they will it will not be current rise anymore we can say old rise okay yeah. yeah, previous rise, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the most previous rise. Um, yeah. When making that one, we, we went with this idea of this passive that was like, oh, he's got these windows of, of power and stuff like that. But we put so much stock into like playing uh, around it as, as the opponent and, and, and as rise, you know, uh, that uh, when it was effectively like executed on, he like just he just killed you. And, and when it wasn't or you or you beat him at it, you just killed him. Right. And so it's like he just he just won or he lost. And there, there's not really much in between. Uh, we thought that uh, in that version, like Rune Prison, would hold like a lot of weight for like why is he useful to a team and stuff like that. It's like oh, he can reliably root someone, and I made him reliably root someone a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, for was, a while. Uh, yeah, people don't like that very much. Uh, yeah, a lot of people. Turns out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you don't uh, want to be rooted five times? Is yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Learning so. number one. Yeah, they That's, don't like yeah. being rooted a lot, um, uh, or s several times, right? right. So, but, um, but the kit now is very different, right? It's it's. It, I mean, you still have Rune Prison, you still have uh, spell yeah, flux, yeah, and so, that it bounces. But but 
what it actually does and how you play it actually feels quite different. The base kit is and isn't different at the same time. So the old life version of Rise was uh, we had this idea of like, oh, he's got combo thing that he does, right? He's like a combo caster, right? But he wasn't really. He was a sequence caster, right? So it was like you press your buttons in this order, W, Q, E, Q, right? Uh, once your pass was up and and you, you keep doing that over and over again to kill them. And it's the it's the highest crowd control. It's the highest damage. Um, and it's it's like the there's there's like no optimizations other than that, right? Uh, and so with this new rise, um, you're always optimizing between your Q, which is like combos on myself, and E, which is combos on the opponent. You are optimizing for uh, the most damage or the most AOE or the most like uh, like the longest duration route, uh, the most shielding or the most movement speed. But you're not doing them all at the same time, so there's no like you don't like unlock the master code and then like yeah you and then just, and then you, and then you, like, and then the you faker one... everybody like like we saw in the finals you know and it's yeah. just like oh right it's just like when you do it right it's it's the best that's the that's the one right um, yeah you don't really like practice rise as much as you practice like that muscle memory and you just try to do that over and over right you practice wq wqeq on the old rise and then on this one you practice like oh do I am I trying to live here am I trying to kill them right now or am I, am I trying to like you know, uh, like bounce these things out there or that type of thing as opposed to like, just am I in my passive? Okay, do the thing I've always been trained to do here. You <laughs> right. Know? And so, so, so guys, uh, how, how much inspiration for work on like the narrative and art side came from the kit and how much did the kit come from this and vice versa? Because I want to step back and explain for people who maybe haven't listened to one of these before. What we have assembled here is, and we love to do it, I love to do it, it's, it's, we call it, we call it the, the old DNA pod, right? Uh, which stands for design, narrative, and art. It's very cute that it, that it lines up that way. But, but uh, you know, for a lot of champions in the past, it's like, well, you kind of start with one and then narrative comes up with a really good idea. It's like, oh, well, he's going to transform into a bigger Yordle, and then August will be like, oh, and then we got to have him have a rage bar, and we got we to gotta go back and forth like that, right? So tell me a little bit of how he got to the state that he is now when he realizes, okay, well, he's going to stay combo-y, right? He has this crazy ult that we'll, we'll talk about in a bit, right? How, how do you get to the personality that you were talking about you try to pull out of that? Uh, well, you guys had already made the kit because it seemed like the thing well, you were waiting one for. of the earliest things we figured out was the uh his sort of global quest right and his purpose and collecting his world runes mm -hmm. that was something that i know decap was sort of you know simmering on uh when you were coming up with the concept for the kit am i correct in saying that the idea of a teleport was yeah somewhat inspired by that the old definitely came from the, the story i think in this yeah. case and, and not the other way around i think we had sort of the base kit which is like he he throws blue magic around yeah, and and that's gonna be true. And then mm -hmm. we wanted like something unique that he does, and uh, it doesn't and, just and feel like was a like, steroid. Yeah, right? the past right, was just yeah. like here's some here's some stats, and you and you kill people better. Yeah, sometimes Even it's spell better. vamp, sometimes it's AOE, sometimes right. it's both. You know, um, and like and that. and we had this story where he's like this world traveler, and he's going around and collecting these things, and I was, it's like, well, how does he get around? And it's maybe we can just do this thing, right? And yeah. so, <laughs> yo, because yeah. I, I remember at the time of the original season one cinematic. His ult gave him an absurd amount of move speed, and the video is just Rise running. It's him running from one <laughs> end of Summoner's Rift to the other right. end of Summoner's Rift. Right, it's like kind of the thing that people like actually even like think about when they think of Rise. They're like, it's like the blue guy in League that runs, right? And yeah, it's like, isn't like, he always? He's running from Nocturne. Yeah, he's what, running. What is he from, in yeah. the Olympics or something? Yeah. Like, he's not, just, <laughs> yeah, he's not a runner, right? So, like, so, <laughs> so tell me about the creation of, of of Olympic runner, World Rune hunting guy because I, I i have kind of gotten the cliff notes of this but break break it down for me who who is who is rise well Mr. he he still is in a hurry uh <laughs> let's go let's go That's just the... because uh, i think his mission 
sort of demands that he be in a hurry. And uh, he has this heavy responsibility weighing on him. And if he fucks it up, then, you know, R- Runeterra dies. So, <laughs> so no pressure. Um, yeah. So it, it's not really in his gameplay so much, but it is in his VO, just the, the sense of urgency uh, that he is experiencing. Yeah, which um, was, I, I have to say, as a longtime player of League, I... I I got used to it. I liked it, but it was actually very stark, right? Yeah. You know, to go from from a, a different actor, almost a completely different style, right? Seven right. lines to, to our new treatment, yeah, which is like fifteen right. minutes of voiceover, right? Like really deep background. But tell me, tell me about this mission. Go deeper on this and tell me, like, how how did we come up with the idea that this guy was going to be this way? Well, to be honest, uh, he's a character that a lot of teams at Riot have been developing stories for for a long time. So we were able to draw on some of that. And so the, the, the stuff with him hunting down world runes was kind of already developed. And I sort of, you know, put that into his lore and uh, kind of uh, was able to draw out a bunch of line, things that I think he might say when he's fighting someone you know it's this thing it's basically what he'd rather be doing than fighting on summoner's (laughs) rift i think is uh saving the world so is he like generally annoyed when you're playing him in game is he just like come on man i gotta really i gotta go to a meeting he doesn't have time for friends right (laughs) i I think there's a piece of i need to tell that to someone the next time (laughs) they're like do you want to do something i don't have time for friends i'm sorry Well, he he would. Re- I think he would really like to be part of humanity and kind of do things that people do, but he's mm-hmm. not able to. And a part of him really kind of re- regrets that he can't do that. But at the same time, he knows that he has to do this because uh, otherwise there won't be any humanity. So <laughs> yeah, it's like it's- maybe maybe that's a thing he can go join one day right off right. in the future exactly or, or or something like that so so josh we were talking in the hallway a little bit about uh you know and, and it sounds like john's shedding light on this too it's like well you've got a lot of people who kind of have their hands in rise and mm-hmm. and you know uh i mean he's been an iconic character of ours for a long time right he was on our loading screens he was mm-hmm. he was in our client you know he's he's the name of one of our bosses right it's like <laughs> rise is kind of everywhere yeah. here here at riot games in the league of legends so when you're handed that and you, and you were working on something for him so long ago yeah what are some of the things you guys run into that aren't actually that easy because it feels like sometimes these champ ups you know they're they're a slam dunk it's like scion it's like mm-hmm. oh, it takes a long time to get there but we know that what we're going to come up with is going to be such a such a dramatic improvement mm-hmm. we're really happy with right. it right with this it feels like you know god i i don't even know what it must be like I think one of the main challenges with Rise, um, especially from an art standpoint, was that because other teams were utilizing him and making content with him, that in some ways defined our space that we could that we could work in, which is to say that we couldn't sort of nuke him from orbit and do something, not to say that we necessarily would in this case because right. of who he is, like as kind of a mascot of the game, but there was a there was parameters set because he was being leveraged um by other creative teams and I think it turned out for the best that way because we were able to sort of use their work as like a springboard and I find I find creative situations that are like really uh 
that have strict boundaries to be the most interesting. And so we were in a situation where we're like, okay, he's still fucking blue or purple. Yeah, he's, he's got these he like is of a certain hue. He's got these weird tattoos. He's got a book. He's got a scroll. We have to decide like what's important. Like where is his power coming from? How does it manifest? And like, uh, which things do we sort of focus on and try to make them cool without like drastically changing the character, right? And I think for the most part, we succeeded in making him feel like a like a cool character, even though he's like on paper the same, right? Like if you were to write a description of him visually, it would be basically the same as the old one. Yeah, and but it's an actually, old blue purple man with a book and a yeah. scroll <laughs> seems impatient, kind right. of rude. Right? right, but I think the execution here is what sells it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, oh, go for it. Oh, I was just going to say it was that way on the narrative side, too, was trying to fit in the parameters of what everybody else was doing. It's a, it's a unique champion because although not that many people are playing him, he's very important to to league. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so he's uh, definitely important to the pro scene right now. <laughs> the mm-hmm. people he, he is a I feel like he has kind of always been a very high visibility character no matter what. Right. right. You know, d- despite popularity or, or or skill curves or something like that, there's always going to be some 19 year old Korean boy who mm-hmm. uh, absolutely disrespects everyone <laughs> when, when they press the buttons. The Korean yeah, way. Yeah. So so do you find that a really challenging part? This I kind of want to ask you a, this is a personal question, John. Uh, do you Uh-oh. find that like do you welcome that as as a creator or do you actually, you know, was it hard for you when it's saying like, hey, <laughs> hey, man, write a story, but like write our story, but write part of the story for us. You know, it's like it's like, hey, well, it's, we, it's super yeah. hard to be honest. It's really, really hard when everybody has a opinion on a champ. I would much ra- to be honest, I would much rather do the champs that nobody gives a shit about. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it sounds like that's that's on Champ Up's plate move, moving yeah, forward. Yeah, that is what we do. <laughs> you guys normally it's like, oh, you know, it's it's like Yorick and and right. you know, old Tarek and stuff where it's like, you know, try to protect this one thing people love where I think Rise is yeah, at least it, it feels it, like we've kind of made it a, a little difficult for ourselves in that regard. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a lot of people to satisfy on rise i think and a lot of expectations it seemed like from my perspective too a lot of the challenges you were facing john was the fact that this character in the in the sort of uh pantheon of league characters in runeterra he has a very important role like in the global story in the history of the world right yeah like he might be one of the main characters if there were you know it's like if we had like (laughs) League of Legends, the TV show, it like opens with Rise trying to, you know, do something with a scroll. And you're mm-hmm. like, whoa, that's like one of my ways I come to understand League of Legends. Yeah. Decap, how much of this, did you feel any of this pressure yourself? That it's because I know part of this is like personal mission and team mission, right? It's like, let's go back, let's fix the things we don't like, let's replace it. And then on top of that, you know, you got to be in stand ups and meetings with these guys where they're like, oh, we're kind of being told a lot of stuff about what Rise has to be. Does any of that pressure get to you when you're designing a champion? Um, maybe a little bit. I think I definitely feel so, sort of their pain. Like, like I think John comes into you know every other standup and is like, oh, there's there's this new thing that someone like wants. It's just, just can we <laughs> the tattoo on his left arm needs to specifically be of a snake. We can. I, I we mean, gotta you have joke, a but we like we went back and forth on like what what exactly does his accent sound like? Yeah, and, yeah. Like it needs to be perfect, you know, on the on the VO. And it's like yeah. it, that, that took like weeks for some reason because like every like literally everybody is like so opinionated for some reason on the character right i think i'm on this one particularly yeah, right there's there's like a million ways you can fuck it up and like and like right. one or two ways you can get it right you know so yeah. it's like well don't do 
this big ass checklist of things and then but make sure you definitely do these things you know and yeah. it's like what's 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 left that that john can Has there, do yeah you know, we actually you know? had to re-record him I don't know if that's something. It's a little little tidbit of oh yeah, well, well secret information to, to my knowledge, we, we do that a couple or we have <laughs> done that a couple times, right? Yeah, like yeah. we have we have uh, a character that is coming out the next champion. I know has has had some interesting uh, VO decisions. Something that I'll probably be talking about with them in in a couple weeks here. Uh, I know um, Tarek, I believe, also went through a lot of revisions to be yeah. like, mm-hmm. oh man, you got to sound like really kind of kind of like stoic, but then like not too not expressive yeah. right and, and there's a lot of things like that you're charming but you're an outsider so <laughs> right. yeah. it. you really want to hit on this person right. but you don't want them to know you're interested <laughs> you're, you're like okay that's yeah which is all stuff like i i do some voice acting as well and i and i well, the first time i heard rise i actually had a lot of respect for it because it felt like i i, I now the more i've listened to it I think it is correct. I think it is like, yeah, the rise that we want long term in our game should probably be this character. And he mm-hmm. should, you know, he wants he wants to sound a little like frayed and, and abused like Yasuo. Like he's seen the bad side of things. But, you know, you still want to get the sense that he actually cares about getting this job done. Right. And it's not like, all right, I guess I'll I don't find a rune or something, whatever. <laughs> you know, like, you know, he, he does actually really care about it a lot. Yeah, he does. So so. I, I, I need to, I kind of had to reserve some space for it. I want to talk about this ultimate because there are a couple things at play here and people who have listened to to uh, some of the podcasts I've had with designers know that there was a certain time in our life cycle as a company where we were just like, make a champion, now make another champion, now make another champion. And that's that's not exactly a bad strategy, but I think the big one that we found that, that really ended up holding us back is you had like Jarvan, Aurelia, Renekton all came out within a very short period of time, with, you know, within the span of like a month or, or, or six months or something. And while they had, it's like, this one's got a stun and that one's got a stun, but it's a different kind of stun. You know, like we ended up with the with the fighter problem that now a lot of people in Champion Update, the roster guys are trying to fix. It's like, well, all these guys are too samey, right? So it feel like then, this is kind of history for those of you guys who don't know. Uh, then we were like, okay, well now let's say it's about, we got to give these characters reasons to be picked, really big strategic wins. And so how much does something like this, like, like, tell me just what is the process? How do you arrive to this conclusion? Because when I first read that email decap, I was like, oh, here it goes. It's, <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Uh, the conclusion, this is the ultimate we're going to use. Yeah. Like, like how, how do you reach that? Okay. Um, so first we thought it made sense because uh, it's like, how does this guy get around the world? It's part of like his character. Right. So it's like oh, a powerful mage guy. He can probably do portals. Right. That makes, that makes some sense. Um, and, and then from there it was like, Okay, so if we're trying to make it unique or make make the character unique, right? There's a bunch of ways to to go about doing that, and this is this is this is one of them. Uh, we have to make this spell like somewhat different than than other ones that would be like kind of like it, right? Like Tom Kenshaw comes to mind, and and we wanted to make it like not like Twisted Fate ult, right? Because because that would be better because mm-hmm. it takes more people, right? Exactly. Um. Yeah. Uh. And so we kind of just went through. A bunch of different efforts to be like, oh, what if it's really short range? Like we had, we had some some versions where it was like riftwalk range, or not not current riftwalk, but like old riftwalk range. Like, and what does what does that look like? Yeah, it and goes then, over like then, a wall, but just one. Right, yeah. and then and what if it what if it's you know full global, and what if it what if it's super fast or it takes a super long time, and like what what are the things you can use it for, right? And and we sort of I think rested on uh, this version that we have now, which is is supposed to be like usable within a fight, and that it dif- differentiates from. Uh, uh, Tom Kench is especially 
uh, in that way where like you know tom kench gets inter- interrupted by damage and, and like goes really far and, and that type of thing and and this one is much more about like oh like we're losing like put the portal behind us and, and get out it's it's not super long range but it's enough to get away right uh and then the uh or, or in the other case it's like oh, we're winning like jump behind yeah. him and go, and, go and, chase and down the guy who's escaping off, right, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, like so. let's let's jump in their path and try to pincer them out yes i mean so that was how we differentiate i think this this spell right and there's, there's a lot of different ways to you know make the character unique like like i think the most strategic thing he does is yeah i i, I can move a bunch of people on my team uh to a spot uh like very quickly right um but uh you know he, he like you can also differentiate them by just like how does it feel to play the character? What do you have to do to master them? Like, what are people doing to play against and stuff like that? And that's more in the base kit and, and whatnot. Yeah, I think uh, this is something a lot of people don't think about, but um, we it, we have like joked about over the years or or, or or mentioned like Wukong's ult Cyclone and Zach's ult Less Bounce are functionally the same ability. It's like they both give you ramping speed. They both affect a similar area. Uh, they both displace you when they're used, right? And yet. That is one that that until like a developer says it, I've never heard players talk about, right? Because they'll be like, Diana and Akali are similar because maybe they're assassins, they dash at you or something, right? But it really goes to show that theming and and as well the rest of a character's kit does a lot to make you feel like they're different, even when you could one to one say like that character's got that move and it feels like this one, right? Because Zach diving in over many different walls where Wukong maybe has to be very tricky about how he gets in with decoy feel like different experiences. I feel like this is one where feedback from the community was very split on like half people were like, oh boy, it's one of these again, right? And the other half were like, that no, 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 this this looks insane. This looks like a different kind of insane I want to play with. And and I know uh, so, so, some of the crazy things that you can do with it, like you can open the portal and Scion can ult through it, and then now Scion's in a different direction. I, I yeah. Hopefully, does that stuff still exist? Have, have you guys made yeah. a call? Pretty much all of them still exist except for the capture ones. Uh, we didn't think those ones were Oh, like, like Skarner grabbing so, you. So Skarner then... or got Tom Kench. You can't like capture an enemy into the portal and take them it just uh we, we kind of felt at the end of the day that the net uh fun created in the game was like was not as high as like the amount of frustration that that is created for like the person who gets dragged three thousand units into the, <laughs> into the turrets or the fountain right and just automatically dies it's like like yeah cool you made a teamwork play but they just yeah literally auto died right um yeah i think that honestly the more that i think about it and i, I think you guys have all kind of done a really good job with this now now that i'm really in this mindset of, you know, I think designers often reduce an ability's function to just what it is, and they'll be like, oh, what's what's Rise Alt? It's like, oh, it's it's teleport. It's team teleport, right? But him opening an actual portal, and I love whoever, who, who did the animations on this new character, on this new Rise? Uh, Paul Jarvis. Yeah, dude, shout-outs to Paul Jarvis. because yeah, Because that really old good. animation <laughs> looks so sick. Like, yeah. I think that, like you said, it's opening a portal, right? And when mm-hmm. the enemy team sees that, they're like, what the hell is coming out of it right now, right? There's right, and then you know there there's the Mecha Zero Scion bus that just steamrolls <laughs> through your team, right? Like that, mm-hmm. it has an element of wizardry and mage stuff that I feel like we don't really actually have a lot in our game. And I think this was, uh, maybe this is part of the the world rune uh, cage you guys were put in, but uh, you know, Rise's source of power, right? I think is like, God, I have to imagine that's been a conversation because for so long it's been like, he has lightning, he does lightning from his hands, but then it's like, no, 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 it's arcane, yeah. but what does that <laughs> mean, right? Like, so, yeah. so 
how how much of that informed or was informed by decisions that you guys made? Quite a lot of it, actually, because there was a uh, there was actually work that was done on Rise that was never that was never released or finished for one reason or another. Um, and he had like a partial animation set where he really used his book a lot, and he was like drawing energy out of it and pushing it through. It was kind of inspired, probably by. His old splash art, where he's like clearly drawing like runic. Oh magic yeah, dude. There's also book. the uh, the 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 twist of fate one, right? Because he's like, yeah, yeah. He's got like he he opens the book and Nocturne's yeah. stuck in there, and he's like flipping through all the pages, and the root lasts like ten seconds. Right. I love how people are like, they would never make his root last that long, and then <laughs> and then the last three it's like, oh, uh, there was a clue it was there all along. That was the thing. Uh, and and then there was uh, ideas about how to use the scroll like more exclusively, and him actually like opening it in the game and doing shit with it, but. It, w- it was kind of a clusterfuck. It was. And the um, so we had to kind of simplify that, I know. Yeah. Um, and again, sort of using using other teams' work as like a springboard and collaborating with them, we uh, we came up with, with, with just the simple idea that like the power comes from within him, right? Like these tattoos. It was in you all along. These, <laughs> these tattoos in some way or another are, are formed by, by the world runes and like he in some way sort of is affected by that mm-hmm. intense power and that is something that he can channel through his body. And once we decided that like his animation started to really fucking kick ass and and in the game like he feels like he's actually using effort to cast spells which makes him really fun to play. Oh in my yeah, opinion. there is, yeah, there is a video it's... that uh you guys will all see. I believe it is the it's like it'll be on Facebook or it'll be on Twitter, you'll see it. It's it's like a quick video that's like, "Hey, this guy's reworked. He's out now." And and it looks so cool. It's it is literally just him pressing all of his buttons in yeah. sequence <laughs> while like running. And mm-hmm. and and I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, I can't do that." <laughs> right? And he's like, "No, no, no. It's just cute." And it's like it's like his running animation looks so intense and then he just Hurls these yeah. things, and I'm like, yeah. you know, it looks like a zero level difficulty, and yeah. I'm like, it really is just probably four button presses. It's probably not that hard. So but he looks ins- he kind intense. Of, he kind of at that point became a mage in like the purest sense of the word, where like this is just innate power, and he just like uses his body to channel it, and that informed a lot of work going. A lot forward. of it's talent. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not learned skill. It's just he was born like that, right? Yeah. So, um, well, well, okay. Tell me about these tattoos for a little bit. Is is it like a dragon shout? You just find the tattoos and they just come onto your body. Does he have to inscribe himself? Was he born with the tattoos to a tattoo people? How did... He was not born to them. Okay. Okay. Um, There's one. One has been eliminated. He may have actually had. I don't know. Do we have an official story on this? Yeah. Is there even? I don't yes, think dude, we've actually Because I'm out. saying, yeah, my, my um, head canon now is that they, he finds them and he's like, well, I can't put them down anywhere. So it's it's mm-hmm. like memento. It's like he has to put them on his own body because they, that's the only they way. They are not the actual runes, but they may work in concert with them somehow. They may be sort of. Uh, oh man, mm-hmm. we're setting our game up for like a prophecy now. It's like expresses <laughs> his runic magic through his tattoos in some way. They're sort of conduits, I think. Mm-hmm. That's is, I. I'm sorry. That sounds like the most Los Angeles thing I've ever heard. Hooray! For you, you talk. You talk to someone on like Venice Beach, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah I just express my magic through my tattoos." Yeah, man. Yeah. I have a lot of natural talent, and I just you know I figure it's really want to buy me a bracelet. To, for me to be one with the world yeah. runes. <laughs> that that's got it. that's the pool party rise skin idea for you guys right there. Is it's it's beach yeah. bum L A vegan rise. That's what he's doing. yoga mat on his back. Yeah, yeah. whoa, 
Okay, this is it. When this, for people listening, when this happens a year from now, you know where this nice. idea came from. So, so go, yeah, go for it. So we, we boiled it down to the scroll is something that he uses to hide the runes. Okay. Um, that is it. That's why it's like on him at all times. Right okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're, but if anybody finds the scroll, uh, everyone is screwed. Yeah. Okay. So uh, not finds it, but if they take it from him. Okay. So so yeah. So we won't. You know, I won't go deep into that box. But it sounds like there's some real like Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, stuff going on where it it's will like melt your face off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna be specific, but you will die a horrible death if <laughs> right, you read it. Right. Stop reading it. Okay. So so yeah. I I I don't know. It, are we? It feels like with. Most champion updates. I'm, I'm going to keep going back to to the ones because this does feel very different, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we have we have the roster work, which is very light uh, on art and gameplay, but it's meant to distinct, you know, make them more distinct. We have Tarek, right, which is like completely new, everything from the floor up. Mm-hmm. It feels like Rise is. Are we targeting a certain kind of player? Is there is there a, like who who is the audience for Rise? Is this is this old Rise players? Is is this people who? Who wanted this skill fantasy but never felt like it was there? Like, who are we really trying to hit and say this is the rise for you? This is the person that, that we want to make this for. Um, I think with the level of familiarity we went with on the kit, um, rise enthusiasts should be pretty happy. Like, like, like people that ha- have been rise enthusiasts. I think this is a good like uh, probably compromise between like old, old, like the the old old passive two passives ago. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then the, now the last passive uh, where it was like. You cast a million times in, in four seconds, and then the old one that was like, you cast pretty quickly. And this one, yeah. this, this one's kind of like you a cast a, moderately fast, right? Yeah, all of the time. That, that than was yeah. a crazy amount within a really short window. That's exactly how we described it. Um, and uh, uh, so, so I think those those players will be happy. But we're also hoping that just sort of the excitement that the that the R brings and like mm-hmm. uh, it will generate new rise players and that type of thing because um you know he's he's not really doing super super crazy things with his base kit it's like sometimes he's dealing damage and sometimes he's rooting you and then you know sometimes he mixes those things up a bit yeah. right uh but well, the, he can get a shield i think he can get a shield so, sometimes so, yeah. you know, and sometimes he goes fast right so yeah. um uh but but the r is like yeah it's like I, I blink you and me somewhere right but uh but what you get out of that really changes a lot based on who you blink somewhere with you or if you even go at all right and so now 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 tell me because y- y- there was a time where i walked by you working as decap mm-hmm. is known to do decap is he's growing up to become a specter of the office of riot games and you'll always <laughs> see him leaned back in his chair making something insane in mm-hmm. his lab and i walk by and he just tells me to look at this and he has an azir and a heimerdinger next to him and he ults and it brings all of their soldiers and turrets with him oh, and yeah. the Azir wall. Yeah. So where where are we on that? Is that dream still alive? Did you make Did you make a call because that increased my, it, it expanded my mind to the to the wonder of what this character might do. Yeah. The the uh, the rule we sort of went with on that, and there's a few exceptions, is that if you can like if Rise can click on the unit and, and like get a like a health bar in the top left of the screen or whatever, you know, like can, if he can select them, he can teleport them. Okay. Um, if it's a minion, if it's wow. if it's a champion and they're like untargetable or whatever, they can they they'll come along for the ride anyway. So he you know, he can he can zonias or get bar ulted by an ally or 
Uh, and he'll know, still go. He'll just be yeah. golden when he gets there. Yeah, I mean, one of the coolest things you can do is like your whole team sits on top of Rise. Rise starts ulting. Bard ults your whole team. And then you're just all untargetable and, and, and go uh, together, <laughs> right? Holy shit. Um, My and, world has just been transformed. I need to do that now. And, and that's like, I think... As much as I could, when then kind of coming down to the wire and being like, okay, well, we got to make this thing sane now, right? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I want to like preserve as many of those types of things as you can do. And I, I wanted in general, like when people were like, oh, but but does this thing work, right? Uh, but yes, it just it works. Like <laughs> yeah. they, they all work. Um, <laughs> all and, of the and, things that make you excited to think about with right, this move, yes, they all work and they are all a thing. That's like what we what, like where the fun in the spell is, right? It's again, it's like who who am I bringing with me? Like what do they do? That's cool when they, when they show up in a place they're not supposed to be able to have access to and mm-hmm. and that type of thing. Um, this story always reminds me of Cinder's Force of Will when it was being made, which is, it's such a simple concept now that yeah, it's been yeah, in the game and we've played with it, right? But when we're first making it, it's like, okay, so she picks up her orbs and she can get the wolves and everyone's like, can she get blue and red buff? Yeah. What about Tibbers? Yes. <laughs> Heimer turret? Yes. Right? It was like, it was like, try to say yes as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so... We, we are wrapping up here because I know you guys uh, are all hardworking folks that have to do things. John's eh. um, <laughs> like, yeah, folks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Folks that have to do things, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but as we're kind of winding down in these last little bits, I want to get from you guys uh, this this kind of the, the more freeform section. Tell me, like, Ooh. what are some Rise stories? Like, I want to know from this process, right? Because I, I think a lot of us will see the champion out, right? You know, people are listening to it or are able to play this right now. Uh, and they will come to view this character as the the sum of its parts. They will be like, oh, he's got these abilities, he's got this stuff, makes me feel this way. But I know there's a whole lot that goes on behind the scenes and a lot of experiences that you guys have when it comes to developing and making stuff that, that get lost to history. So so if you have any of those stories, I want to know what, mm. what was it like to work on this character for you? Hmm. It, it was this was all done on a pretty short schedule we should mm. add yeah. it was yeah. uh, not ideal at all uh, but sometime back in January <laughs> we we just decided hey let's stop w- working on what we're doing right now which we're way ahead of schedule on yeah. and let's get right secret down. thing <laughs> hint, hint. I think it was even later than that to be honest I, oh, I, I remember it? we were about to ship like we're like three patches off of mages and 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 ryan rpo was like hey do you think we can get ryzen for the mage update and now yeah. of course i was like yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know um no uh, <laughs> the answer yeah. was no actually yeah. it turns yeah. out um uh, i think that actually would have killed john nice and, job, and josh yeah um, well at um, the very beginning it was like a roster project right uh yeah it was and then it was, but you know the team was like well, we could do like these cool yeah. things if we if we put a little more time into it right now well yeah we could the old right? the old scope creep is yeah. what right. it sounds like. it was a really good choice because we probably would be doing this again he- heading ourselves yeah for yeah. for you know next year's rise update otherwise yeah. but but I think <laughs> we're it's, finally I think breaking the cycle now. maybe of not doing the yearly rise update. That, 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 that was like literally like one of the goals. It was like, what are the goals for like Rise? It was like, it's like Blue Man makes sense. And it was like uh, uh, Combo Caster. And then the third one was like, no more Rise reworks, right? And like, those <laughs> yeah. were literally the three things, yeah. right? Um, and, and then we kind of we kind of went from there. And it was like, also, you have three months, right? And mm-hmm. uh, that may sound like a lot to to someone that, you know, doesn't, doesn't work here or doesn't uh, isn't familiar with that. But I think we spent a year on Tarek and we'll, we'll spend a year on Yorick or something like that. Yeah. And, we, and we, we did maybe four months on Rise. Yeah. And that that's the thing I think a lot of people don't see is because a champion update is actually a pretty big team. 
Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of teams working on different things at all the same time, right? So so to to try to fit someone in like this is it's not, you know, it's not like it delayed Yorick, for instance, which we've we've been open about is the next one that you guys mm-hmm. are gonna see. It's not like, oh, I got my thing was pushed back, right? But it does mean that in the cycles of like this team's far out thinking about this one, this one's thinking about this one, it, it felt like this was really you know, it was really a big ask, and and I, I gotta say, with with what is going into the game, I am I'm a little terrified, but the good kind of terrified. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I think I think you guys all did a really good job in terms of making the guy something that you know. I, I think we will hit the no more rise reworks. You yeah. know, that that's my feeling at least. I'm really glad that it's finally out there and he's finally reworked. Like I I would not have changed any any. Uh, I would not have uh, wanted to delay it any further, I suppose. And and a lot of it too was like, um, from from the artist perspective, I mentioned that there had been work that was done that was never released, right? And so there was a certain motivation on our part to sort of like actually release this shit and get it out there, yeah, and like, like get fi- it out of the drawer, finish it. Don't let you know, because because when you guys are talking about, it's like, well, what do we have in the tank? It's like oh, I've got some old models for this thing yeah. and some concepts for this champion and then like half of the art assets for a rise rework yeah. and you're like <laughs> yeah. uh you know it's it's like you don't want your messy room we ended you know? up not even using like i think pro- the, almost yeah. all of them and that, like we basically used nothing and and uh josh didn't mention it but he had to like come up with like concepts for like all of rise's skins too like rise is one of those old yeah. champions that, like he has so many skins now but like they, they were like what are they? It's like American Rise is one of them, right? Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. pirate. Which rise. I love the splash. I've been waiting to tell you. I oh, love yeah. the splash art. I'm a splash art enthusiast, as you know, yeah. but I love the the Uncle Rise splash art. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like in a bar. Yeah. It's like people are fighting or something, it's and he's a poster, he's a poster. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I I think uh, I love since we started and we finally have the bandwidth to do the big splash drops. Yeah. I love the kind of creativity that you guys get uh, when it comes to figuring out how to preserve. A lot of the old person, you know, uh, armor the fifth age, pink Tarek, mm-hmm. right? Is is beloved by most people with everyone taking selfies of Tarek. Like yeah. that, <laughs> I, it cracks me up every time I think about it. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I think I think we are probably just about out of time. So I gotta say, guys, thank you so much for coming and being here. Uh, and thank you to everyone out there that is listening. So so, decap, Josh, John. John O'Dyne O'Brien. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget it now. I'll, I'll know. <laughs> nice. I'll know until till till my last days. That summoner name. But it fits my play style. <laughs> is, is, that, is that yeah. is that true? Is that mm-hmm. so? So uh, so I guess by summoner name, you have a large repertoire of champions. You play right. big characters and dive into the fray, and you die a lot. That's true. Does that sound like the play test? Is that is that an accurate spread? <laughs> I was going to be like, yeah, I know you to be a Scion and Blitzcrank player, so yeah. this sounds like huge and fast. <laughs> but uh, all right, cool. Well, uh, so to everyone out there, thank you again for listening. Uh, this has been the League Community Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this and you want to listen to ones like it, go ahead and subscribe either on our SoundCloud or on our iTunes or Stitcher, wherever it is that you're listening to this. And go ahead and leave us a comment. Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like, what you want to see more of in the future. And we will be back next time uh, with the next champion update. But in reality, it'll probably be the next champion or the next rundown. I will see you guys next time. But until then... Let's go, let's go. Let's go, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right, see you guys.